0: Ask the Podcast Coach for July 22nd, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it is Saturday morning. It is time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com. Joining me right over there. He's amazing at karate, and he's a friend to everyone it's the one and only i got that wrong i'm doing a weird uh it's sunny in (laughs) philadelphia thing Uh, anyway i was wondering i'm going going way off the charts here it's the one and only jim cullison from the average jim how's it going buddy greetings dave happy saturday
1: morning to you big thanks to adam who filled in for me last week while i was out it's always nice to have kind of co-hosts on the ready that can kind of just jump in but big thanks to adam who who filled in for me last week.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And today, speaking of, uh, we're still here, but we're only doing an hour a day. I have something that I need to get to later on today. And so if you have a question and you want to wait till the end, the end is going to come quicker and don't wait till the end. Come in now. We've got plenty of things. It's uh ask the. you can go to ask the podcast, coach.com slash question to, uh, jump on in and, uh, or just ask them in the chat room there. If that's, uh, you, but, uh, you know, Jim, are uh, Are you thirsty? I know it's hot oh, everywhere, it's been but... it uh, two
1: weeks since I've had coffee. So
0: <laughs> let's, pour, <laughs> let's pour this thing.
1: Do you, do you have it? Okay. I do have that.
0: <laughs> okay, good. I'm laughing because I have two computers and the second one is still giving me messages that I'm getting email. And I'm like,
1: turn off your notifications.
0: We're, you didn't hear we're not it? hearing them. Okay, hear that's good. But that coffee pour is brought to you by a good friend, Mark, over at podcastbranding.co. Mm-hmm. If you want to look good, well, there's an easy way to do that, podcastbranding.co. doesn't matter if it's a lead magnet, if it's artwork for your podcast, if it's a whole website, or maybe you go, what is branding again? Mark can help you with that. He'll do a a kind of an audit of your whole landscape and go, okay, here's how we can make everything kind of jive together. He's not only an award-winning graphic artist, but he's also a podcaster, which makes it great. Uh, you've seen his artwork on, uh, on this show and other shows of mine, and he's just got tons of a portfolio. I've got some up here on the video, if you're watching and they all look great. I know every time I have to, I was making a t-shirt, uh, this week and uploaded my logo and I'm like, man, I just so happy I spent the money on Mark. So if you're, uh, and, and he's the other thing is just because I know a lot of people like, well, What about flavor? No, you're not going to get somebody to sit down with you and really work with you to, to get something personal. So, podcastbranding.co.
1: And of course, big thanks to our friend Dan Lefebvre over there based on a true story at based on a true story podcast.com. Two episodes since I've been gone, a Hotel Rwanda and Schindler's List that he's covered over the last couple of weeks. How much were they based on a true story? Uh, Dan brings folks on and they talk about that. Very interesting. If you're looking, maybe you just need something different in your podcast player. Check it out today. Based on his
0: podcast.com Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. And Chris Nessie says, uh, I started following Adam last week. Here's the interesting thing about having a show, because there's the Grow, Grow The Show with Kevin Schmidlin. I think it's Grow The. Grow Your Podcast is Deidre over at Cap Show, and Adam is Grow Your Show. And what was interesting is Max came on, was talking about uh, episode titles, and he actually quoted Kevin Schmidlin at Grow The Show. <laughs> mm. And then asked Adam about it, thinking it was Adam's show. And it's so the the joy of having a very similar name to somebody else can lead to confusion. So that's always kind of fun. Uh, Chris asked a question here. Chris Nessie. have you considered doing the lit and live thing with this show? That's the whole podcasting 2.0 thing. Where what that does? So here again, podcasting 2.0 is taking RSS and adding additional features to it. And I have not looked into it. It does not sound easy. Uh, it sounds like a lot of coding. And what it does is in about four apps, it would alert people like on Podverse, I think, um, Fountain. I forget the other two that were live. And they can click a button and they can basically come right here and all sorts of fun stuff. I've, I've, I have I've know it's there. I just I know the one time I heard Todd talking about it where, you have to go back and turn off your stream and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. You no, know, I'm not happy with the people that show up on Saturday morning and I'm like, you know, it'd be fun, but yeah, you have to figure out is the, cause like right now I'm using Libsyn and I do the chapter thing where you can like on this show, if you're not like interested in the topic, you can say, Hey, go to the next topic. You can see the topics we cover. And right now with Libsyn, it's not that they're not embracing it. They they embrace the namespace, but you have to know the code and you have to put it in their old interface, Libsyn 4, to do that. So you can do it. It's just not as easy. And there have been times when I'm like, is it worth doing all the stuff for the chapters? Because, you know, that whole nine yards. So that's one where I was like, I'm not sure what it is, but, you know, if you're happy, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it is something I would like to play with because... I like to play with toys, but it's it's not a high priority at the moment because we got 23 people watching live right now. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So mm-hmm. I will take that. But uh, our first question comes from uh, Jessica. This was over, I believe, in a Facebook group. Um, Has anyone conducted a listener survey? I'm currently in between seasons, and I'd like to get listener feedback before I launch the next season. I'm interested in what types of questions, or data or other podcasters uh, types of questions or data other podcasters have collected from their listeners. And I was like, you know, I know a guy that works for a company that does uh, surveys. surveys. Yeah. What's any, I mean, there's for me from customer service, because I was uh, for one of my companies that I worked with, I was a customer service guy and they'd be like, Hey, let's, let's do a survey. It was kind of like one of those things, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Let's do a survey. And I was like, why? Why, why are you doing the survey? And then the biggest thing you have to think about, what are you going to do with mm-hmm. the content? Because the, the worst thing you can do is ask your customers, what would you like? And then ignore every ounce of it. I was like, unless they're trying to get you to do something completely different. But I, I think one of the things she's talking about, like, how do you get people to fill it out? You know, any, any insights on surveys? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, one, keep it simple. Keep it really simple. I mean, we spend an enormous amount of time testing our questions, right? Because that's that's the part of our product. So we um, we're always testing new questions. We're always kind of like like you said, you know, what are you going to do with this if you get this kind of feedback? What are you going to do with it? I uh, took my Subaru in to have have it serviced at the end of June, and I got a paper survey from Subaru that I opened up and it was a one pager, but they they had literally done everything they could to jam just as many boxes onto one page as possible. And I just, I opened it up and it was just overwhelming. Like I was like, ah, uh, and, and yeah, they gave me a QR code where I could go in and take it online if I wanted to, but it was just too much. Like, and I think mm-hmm. sometimes we, We we only really need to know a few things, right? I mean, so keep it simple. Few questions, actionable items. Actually, do something if you can, or or say you can't, right? I mean, in today's social media space, Dave, I think oftentimes customers think they because they've said it on social media, you're just going to do it right (laughs) there. there's this expect this exp- it's, and it's crazy I mean I, it, I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that but you know hey I told you to do this and you're like yeah I know but I'm not gonna like we so so there's there's that as well right in working with your audience you're gonna have some folks unfortunately some of them who who get into it and are the most engaged are the ones who give you feedback that you really can't you can't activate on and then there's a you know There's a little battle there. So anyways, keep it simple, keep it actionable. Um, Listen, we, we spend an enormous amount of money protecting our brand so that when someone gets a phone call from us or gets a survey from us, they go, Oh, it's Gallup, right? I I need, uh, I need to respond to this. I want to respond to it. Not everybody has that. And so just expect your percentages to be super low.
0: Yeah. The, uh, my favorite survey I've ever heard was from uh, Jack from the Darknet Diaries, which was he'd, he'd asked people to listen to an episode, and then he said, did you listen to the whole thing? If not, how far did you listen, and why did you stop? And on a scale from 1 to 10, where 10 is I'm telling everybody, how likely are you to share this with a friend? And if you got a 7 or an 8, he was not happy, and it was back to the editing room. And I was like, whoa, that's, you know. So it doesn't have to be a ton of questions and things like that. I know – um Glenn said, I think in one of his surveys, Glenn the Geek from uh, Horse Radio Network, he asked him, like, what was the last thing you bought? Because it gives you an idea of what people buy and who might be a good sponsor and things of that nature. I have an, uh, uh, something I'm kicking around, but you just said something I was like, that's probably why this isn't going to work. Um, I bought a, uh, of course, AppSumo is is the devil in my book, Um, I'm always spending money. I shouldn't. And there is a roadmap, uh, tool. Now roadmaps are typically used by, um, either software companies or it's like, Hey, here's what we're up to. And it's called, um, product lift. And if I can get my screen to share, share your screen. Yes, I do. Uh, I thought, you know what? We could use this. In theory, for our audience, and so, um, oh, yeah. and so there, it's a roadmap. And then you could come over here and, and say, I really wish you would do a thing on. So you can see here: is it an episode idea? Is it feedback for the show? Or is it a, a question of the month that you would like to to have? Because I've I in July I didn't do a question of the month because I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And the question of the month is it takes a lot of time because. And I'm not complaining, but a lot of people love to send personal messages that I then have to edit out. (laughs) And so when you get 16 files that all need editing and things like that. But here's the thing that I was like, I kind of like this. And I could say, oh, here are some updates. I've done this and that. So this whole tool was meant for feedback from, you know, your customers or whoever. And I was like, huh. But for them to be able to vote up and stuff, they have to sign up. And I was like, ah, some people aren't going to want to do that. But on the other hand, the people that do are your super fans. But I was like, hm, but you can see where I've customized it. So the, the buttons match my, and again, there's the the fill logo from Mark and things like that. Um, what do you think of this idea, Jim? Do you think this would, uh, I, I mean, for me, I was like, I think it was 50 bucks. It wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, there's only one way to find out if this would work or not, you know? So I have it set up. I, uh, on uh, the School of Podcasting, I use WordPress. So if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash ideas is the phrase I'm using because uh, an idea you know, could be feedback, could be a question of the month and things like that. Uh, and I was like, hmm. I was like, but the only thing that I was like, that's, mm, you know, for some people giving me an email. And I, I was looking, I was trying to find a way to see if I could put like a banner that says, you are not signing up for an email list. Like this is only for feedback. And I haven't figured out how I can... Weasel that into that page, but um, thoughts on yeah. uh, you know yeah a few, a few this
1: I mean some of this falls into the category of be careful what you ask for right right I, I, this sometimes when you have a chat room this happens the same way is you'll have a someone who will come in. And want to give you, hey, would you do this? Right. And anytime you ask for that kind of feedback, you have to be ready to say no. Like, no, mm. I'm not gonna. I'm not. You know, the topic might be inappropriate. I may not have any expertise in it. It may not. Right. Some of those kinds of things. And and I, this is, you know, full full disclosure on this. I mean, you can lose. You can lose people. Mm in doing things like this.
0: Yeah, because right? again, the the worst thing you can do is ask for your audience's feedback and then do nothing with it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, you know, all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's not very good. You know, you do it a couple of times and you get some feedback from other audience members and you're like, you know, that segment, you know, say you make it a segment, a feedback yeah. segment, that's not very good, right? And so you, part of your audience is like, stop doing that. And right. the other part of the audience is, I love that, right? And <laughs> you just can't, you can't please all the people all the time.
0: Yeah, I know I listened to the, uh, I think it's called Buzzcast from Sprout. And uh, they were doing a whole thing on, they called it Boostagram Corner. And they had like three people are like, I hate this segment. I, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. And so they still do it, but it's not it's it's just lumped in with feedback because they do get feedback from, you know, people sending email and things like that. And they're like, we kind of wish you would quit talking about all the, I mean, this, you know, you can send this show a boost if you're listening on a new podcast app at newpodcastapp.com. Um, it's just something that uh, I appreciate everybody who streams and that whole nine yards. But uh, um, Coach Dave says, I like having feedback, but I agree with not putting it out at all out there. I use Formaloo. That sounds like, something Irish. Ah, let's all go down to the formaloo and have ourselves a pint, uh, to collect And and yeah, let's sure. Dave, all Irish people are drinking that. Thanks Dave. Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I just got done watching, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and they did a whole thing in Ireland. Um, and the whole thing revolved around everybody drinking. Um, so I'll blame it on them to collect feedback privately. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think we all want feedback privately, but that's – to me, you could – yeah, I could – I never thought about this. This could really blow up in my face because you could have people like – you know, like I uh, I bought and I've since asked for a refund on, again, AppSumo. There's this thing called Gumlet, and this is where you have to be careful with AppSumo. Like you have to find somebody who's going to say, yeah, that one's not good mm-hmm. because I, there was a guy who was in a um, kind of a round table yesterday – and we were talking about some different things on AppSumo. And he's like, Oh, there's this new video thing called Gumlet. And I was like, oh, I'm dying to hear what he says. And he was like, You know, I've, I, I, and he said, I see it's gotten a lot of good reviews. And I don't know about you, but I don't really trust reviews anymore. Cause especially with Amazon has been busting people. And I bought it. And, I went to I uploaded a video and it does a bunch of stuff that I could never use. Like it makes like five different versions. So if someone in a country with absolutely no bandwidth wants to watch your video, I'm like, that's not my target audience. Like if you don't have enough bandwidth to, to watch a video, you're probably not gonna have an easy time doing a podcast. But I went and I it it works with this core software I'm using, but then I went to put one on my website and it was responsive, which means it was full width video, which means I was huge. And I went over and I said, hey, like, where's the option to like make this like 600 pixels wide or something? And their answer was, oh, here's the code. You can just edit the code. And I was like, "Mm, no, no, that's that's not, you know, there's Loom, there's YouTube, there's all these other ones. I'm like, I'm not really, mm," and that's when uh, I, I said, no, thank you. But so I, I, I was waiting for this guy to say what he thought about it. And he his answer was, everybody else says it's great. And I'm like, well, I'm one of the people that said, there's a certain target. You Like if you're really into SEO, I think it's more for webmasters because it was all about SEO in your videos. And I was like, but for ease of use, just upload, copy, paste. I go, n- n- no, I go, not yet. I go, I, I did have at one point a meeting scheduled with, I guess, one of the founders and I was going to kind of, not so much give him a peace of mind, but just say, dude, this is what your competition is doing. And it's super easy. And you're kind of like, not. And then it just dawned on me. I'm like, I don't think it's a bad product. I just don't think I'm their target audience. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful with, uh, there's all sorts of videos, anything on AppSumo. There are a lot of videos on it and stuff. And I'm always looking for the person that actually bought it and used it because a lot of people just use screenshots and things like that. So, um, you know, uh, Dr. says when it comes to Formaloo, sounds more like something on H.R. Puff and stuff. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of this audience that has no idea what H.R. Puff and stuff is, but uh, I do because it was in the 60s, and I'm dying to know what those people were smoking when they wrote that uh, <laughs> children's show. <laughs> it's like a, a talking flute and all <laughs> mm-hmm. so strange. strange. Uh, yeah, and Coach Dave said uh, AppSumo has a, re- a returnable for 60 days. And I've read, yeah, this is the second thing I've returned. And in both cases, it was like, one was, um, uh, I use a tool and it came back, thank goodness called Brandy. And, um, where if, if I do an interview, I think if you go to school, a podcasting.com slash press kit, it redirects to my Brandy and Brandy kind of went offline for a bit. We're like, Hey, anybody know what happened to Brandy? And so there was a guy that came on and said, like, oh, I do the same thing, you know, and I bought it and I was like, n- n- no, you don't. And uh, so it's always kind of uh, kind of tricky when you get into these different programs. But mm-hmm. the other thing, just to to kick off, Jim, if you ever what what's can you think of a rabbit hole that you've gone down that you're like you, when you got done, you were like, oh geez.
1: Uh, I, well, I mean, uh, there was one time Weger and I went down this rabbit hole on crypto, and he we we started arguing, and. It was totally unnecessary. <laughs> like we got done in the end, like, what are we doing?
0: Why are we arguing with each other? So yeah, I've, I've done those. Sometimes. Mine was again, this, this gumlet thing was a, a, so I went through and I'm literally Googling 16 by nine calculators so I can adjust this code. And I was just like, why, why am I doing this? And then it dawned on me, I used Loom. Loom has unlimited videos, unlimited bandwidth. I've been using it so long, I got grandfathered in at eight bucks a month. And I'm like, how much money, because it's a, it was like a one-time fee at, at AppSumo. I'm like, how many months would I have to use this product to say it was worth buying when I'm only paying eight bucks a month? And I spent hours playing with this thing. And I was like, ugh. So be careful sometimes with the new shiny stuff because it's like, ooh, unlimited video forever and blah, blah, blah. And in the end, I'm like, yeah, like it's going to save me 8 bucks a month. You know, that's really not going to break the bank. Uh, So be careful with the the bright, shiny stuff. Coach Dave has a a, a question here about uh, last week we had – no, it was the week before. You were here when the guy from – was it Sweden that jumped in on his phone? Yeah. Yeah. Nilo. Yeah. Nilo. And he said – Hey, uh, my guest came in via cell phone on StreamYard for an interview last week. There was a clicking noise in his stream the entire time. I know, depending on, like right now, Jim is listening through earbuds. But if he was using that as his mic, I see people that don't even think about it and the the cable running on that. Um, when Jim has his long earrings in, uh, that can uh, scrape up against the, uh, the microphone.
1: Or, or I wear my... Um... Necklaces. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Brush. Yeah. So that probably probably wasn't the case with this one. Uh, Probably more likely was a hardware issue of some kind. These are, this is the hard part, right? So you never really know. It could be a a bunch of different things coming in on the phone. Phone could have been underpowered and, Mm. and was trying to, or had bad bandwidth. And so what happens sometimes, and again, this may or may not be it, but what happens sometimes in those cases, as the audio is catching up, it creates this digital click in it. And so you'll just hear this weird sometimes it's consistent, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's there all the time, sometimes it's not. So that can be another underpowered hardware, bad hardware, bad microphone on the on the other end of that. We we were doing a, a town hall um, meeting just on Friday or Thursday, maybe it's Thursday. And um, somebody the Zoom, their computer wouldn't work right, and so mm. in the middle of this Zoom call, they had somebody else continue the presentation, and then they brought this person on on their phone, and their phone was actually better <laughs> than their laptop. Oh wow! Right, the sound was better. The, I mean, the video was in portrait, so you know that an unexpected, uh, unexpected you know consequence of that. But so it could be any of those, and I have heard of some weird clicking issues with StreamYard don't know what it is and i don't know why it is and i don't know when it happens but that's not the first time i've heard somebody say i was using Streamyard, and i got clicking not a global thing yeah by, by individual users so coach David, i think it could be any of those
0: any of those pieces there you go and i forgot to do this
1: and now oh he's been waiting for this it's time for jim to get his nerd on
0: It's my favorite part of that. <laughs> so if you, if you have a question, uh, we are at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. We have people asking in the chat room. If you want to jump in to the video, the video is optional. Uh, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash question. If you're listening to this and it's not live, you can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash ask, and that'll take you to a place where you can record your question and we will use it on the show, assuming that it's about podcasting and things like that. So, um, yeah. So, Jay says he's experienced the, yeah. the clicking yeah. thing we with StreamYard. To, I had
1: somebody get at work contact me. One of our, we, we have a corporate account. And one of one of the techs contacted me and he goes, hey, I was doing a recording uh, of some guest. And there was this weird clicking in there. And we we did a whole bunch of troubleshooting and never really did figure out why. It also could be on StreamYard's end that something's wrong. You know, you're, you're recording to an Amazon instance somewhere and it right. could be hardware on their side too that's causing this. So make sure if you do, if it's consistent, make sure you're reporting it to StreamYard so that they can kind of look into it. They'll they'll always give you, can you give me an example? Well, you know, because it is hard to troubleshoot, but, yeah. but still make sure you're reporting it to StreamYard.
0: Yeah, and especially if you can send them a link uh, to the recording or something so they can hear it, um, as opposed to, I always felt bad for, like, car mechanics. My car is making this noise. was like, Kick, tick, 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 and I, wait, what? Can you describe car. the noise? Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking, not that I don't love StreamYard, if you've ever thought of buying Ecamm, call Recorder, and I am. I really am, because it's it's. Fairly cheaper than because I've got the the big shot smarty pants thing on Streamyard, and I swear I might buy it sometime in the near future. We might be using Ecamm for an episode because I'm not. I think you can buy that on a monthly subscription. I thought, or they probably have a thirty day something something where you can you know some sort of free trial because I would love to try it just to to see. Uh, I was watching. Um, I think it's social media news live. Um, and I can't remember Jeff's last name, but he was on LinkedIn. It was a really good show. He was interviewing, uh, the Shan man and a bunch of other people about podcasting and they had this cool three person layout and they had all the same things we do with the, you know, the little name tags and everything like that. But he was using Ecamm and, uh, I just, I've, the only thing I've heard in fact, there he is. I couldn't remember his last name and now I can't remember how to pronounce it. I want to say sigh, right? Is that how you pronounce that Jim? Um, yes.
1: I'm not even going to try. okay. Uh, Jeff, put the, the, put the phonetic. Yes, pronunciation but Jeff has shower. been
0: around forever and is a great video guy. And, uh, I was watching this. it. She was really good. So Jeff, you have a new subscriber. I was like, what is the name of the show again? Um, but he was making it do some really cool dance moves. And, uh, I was like, huh. And so when I heard they were having a sale, I was like, well, there you go. Have to jump on that. So, cause I, I think if you're just like, for what we're doing, you know, two guys and some, like, it's not like I'm doing anything major in here. C, it is C for anyone who was, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the over under on that was that, but uh, the the correct answer was C. (laughs) So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Let's see. Thanks for your patience on that, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Is it possible? Here's a fun one. Is it possible to claim a pod name? So right there, I'm like, oh, I cringe. I hate when people are like, oh, it's it's the podpreneur, and when they like shoehorn the word yeah. pod into stuff, it's it's podback and like, what's a podback? Oh, it's feedback on the pod. I'm like, what? Um, Is it possible to claim a pod name before launching? Hey, all. Currently working on creating a podcast. It's just going to be a while until I'm able to launch. I've got all the planning and everything done, but I'm still saving up spare cash for the gear to begin recording. Again, $90 microphone. You're good to go. Um, the market is beyond oversaturated, I know. That's a fun statement, which makes choosing a name that isn't already taken more difficult than ever. That is true. Fine. When you like, oh, I know, I'll call it this, and you go, oh, wait, I couldn't believe I got dailypodcasttips.com. I was like, how is that even available? but um, mm-hmm. is there any way I'm able to secure a name in advance before actually having the episodes to begin uploading? I'm not in America either. If that means anything, many things in advance. And um, the quick answer to, is there a way to claim a podcast name? Kind of no, but there is, it's just, you get a trademark, which means you get to go to court if somebody uses it. And, the last time I checked, anytime you go to court, uh, it's usually not cheap. Um, but my favorite is if you go into, uh, well, here, let's just do it. We'll do it live. If One of my favorite tools is um, Cast Feed Validator, uh, not only for validating your feed, but it's great because I'll have, as a troubleshooting tool, people won't have a clue what their feed is. And so you can go over and uh, type in the name of their show, and it will basically say, oh, here's, you know, their, their show in Apple Podcasts, and from there you can kind of uh, do that. So I'm going to say, look, I want to find my RSS feed, and I'm going to put in the show named Thinking Outside the Box, because that would be a great name. Because our podcast is, we're not going to have a niche. We're just going to think outside the box. Mm. And these are all the shows that have the name. So we got one, two, three, four, five. Here's one, Thinking Outside the Box, with Gavin Rubenstein. Um, thinking out. So is,
1: is there one on fire? Thinking Outside
0: the Box Box on, on fire. fire? But you know what? Now, is the
1: box on fire? Or yeah. are, are you they are on, you on yeah. fire as you're thinking outside the, I, the box? It'd be terrible to be podcasting in a box on fire. That would that be. Way.
0: Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, this is another one I see a lot of people do. They, my guess is they're using PowerPress or something, but in their media host, because when you sign up for your media host, they don't know your name and they'll, they'll they just smush all the words. There's no spaces. It's just thinking outside the box, all one word. And I'm like, how are people going to find your show? When you get fun, when you get kind of cute with the spelling, you know, how is your audience going to find you? To uh, if, you know, you're like, oh, we spell it with a K, not a C. You're like, okay, but they're not going to find you if they can't put it in their right So, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I had a, I forget what the website was. It was like podcasting school, something, something. And I kind of was like, hey, like any chance, you know, I was very nice. I wasn't mean and nasty. Like you need to change this or I'm going to sue your family. It's like, hey, any chance you're, you're kind of like bumping up against my brand there? And the guy was like, uh, yeah, go pound salt. And I was like, all right, now do I get a lawyer involved? And I was like, eh, eh you know. So. What was that site, Dave? That you uh, cast Feed Validator. What it's great okay. for, the, the original purpose is to find – you throw your feed in there and it'll be like, yeah, this is invalid. Um, your image is too big. It's, it's great for troubleshooting a feed, which usually starts with, hey – My latest episode isn't showing up in Insert App here, so the first thing you want to do is see, hey, is your is your feed valid? Because if it's not, then we got a problem. Uh, And from there, and then if they go, if it's a somebody, if I'm doing this and it's not a Libsyn person, where I can figure out what their feed is, I can go there and find out. Oh, well, you're using Anchor. You can also see a lot of times um, Anchor people will be on Anchor they'll come to Libsyn. They'll unfortunately again, uh, resubmit their show to Apple. So they end up there duplicates, uh, in Apple. And that's an easy way to see, oh, okay, well this one, the source is anchor. The other one, the source is Libsyn. So, um, yeah. So, uh, that's the right one. Cast feed validator. Dot. What did I say? Dot com. Is it, it is. Dot com. Yeah. It's blueberries, right? It is blueberry. Yeah. They bought okay. that a couple of years back. Um, Jeff has it on fire. He says, uh, I have it when names are – everything is on fire. Account's on fire. Cook's on fire. I I, I remember ones <laughs> – Firefighters it, on fire. Firefighters on fire. I, I always loved librarians on fire. Um, you know, it just was like – and it, that's still happening, by the way. I forget. I, I ran into an on-fire show, and I was like, really? We're still doing that? But mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. – um, Okay, well, it's your show. You know, we're not they can
1: do what they want. Yeah. Again, we we always say you can do whatever you want as long as we can still judge you for it.
0: <laughs> yes, it's castfeedvalidator.com. Here's another fun one. Uh, since we I, I realize this is kind of visual, but it's uh not podnews.net. If somebody goes, "Hey, like what's my cuz I always say, don't say find this podcast wherever you find all your other podcasts. Send them to your website where you have the follow links, and you're like, how do I get my follow links? Well, the quick answer is go to the app, and usually there's a a link there somewhere. But if you're like, I don't want to have to go to Apple and Google and Spotify. So if I go to podnews.net, he said sharing his screen again. uh, What James has done, because James is a giant nerd, um, is... So, Jim, I'm going to put in home gadget geeks, right? That's it, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, you got it. And I go search, I can see where it's in here. Oh, because you have a video version. You have a couple different versions.
1: I do. I do. But video large, video small.
0: Yeah. So if I click on this one, in theory, um, okay, there's your links to Apple, Google, and Spotify. But there's (laughs) also links to like Bullhorn, (laughs) (laughs) Castomatic. All these other ones. So it's really easy then if I go, oh, I need Jim's link to Apple. I can just copy here, copy the link address and put it wherever I want. Enjoy the kaleidoscope. I will. Ah, singularity. Yes. We're in a black hole. I will put that into the chat room. So if you want to subscribe to Jim on Apple, etc. So this is an easy place to go to get the links in the event. You're like, wait, you know, but here's the other thing. Look at all these. It's like now. notice he has the three. Main ones: Apple, Google, and Spotify up here. Because uh, down here, if you put all these on your website, a brand new to podcasting person is going to go. I, I don't know what's a luminary. What? What's what's Steno FM and Pod Hero and you know some of these like. And what's this G Potter with what looks like a depressed grimace as the uh, mascot? Like what the heck? So that's uh, another fun, you know. From your good friends at the support staff at Lips and these are hacks that I know to uh, to do that. Oh, I see where I tried to put a link to your show in uh, the chat room and um, oh, it's okay. YouTube said, You can't put links in the chat room. What are you doing? So, it should let you. You're, you, you. Uh, yeah, I'm, an, I'm a big shot smarty pants. I yeah, have Admin yeah. rights. It but, doesn't matter. Just find whole gadget geeks. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and then DR says, some of those badges are not correct. Sometimes they lead to broken links. Well, there you go. It's here once again, less work, less accurate, you know, but if you go to the actual, like if you go to, uh, I think it's podcasters.amazon.com and log in with your Amazon ID, you can claim your show if you've submitted it. And then uh, right there, there's a button that says Share. When you Google your show in, when you Google, yeah, when you search for your show in Spotify and click on the show, there's uh, three little dots, and you can get a link to like share the show. That's the link you copy and put on your website. And so when you direct people to your website, a, it eliminates the find me because it's right there. Uh, B, it reinforces your brand. So askthepodcastcoach.com/slash/follow. Uh, Or does that. And then if other people share that link, because you're like, oh, you need to subscribe to the show. It's so great. Uh, Those backlinks will help your SEO. So I I saw someone in Reddit that was like, do I need a podcast website? And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, kind of, you know, because here's the thing. This is actually going to be part of the next episode of the School of Podcasting. Everybody talks about being on YouTube. You know, YouTube is YouTube and it's the second largest search engine. I'm like, okay, but like, why are we ignoring the actual largest search engine. Like we're all up in arms about the second largest one. Like, yeah, what about the first largest search engine, Google? Why not, uh, you know, put some stuff in there for that? So that's always fun. Um, Does it eliminate people saying www. when sharing their website? That is uh, a good point. Hey, Jeff, what's up, buddy? Um, Yeah, that's... uh, that's one you don't have to do anymore. Just for the record, I, I think, and Jeff is now coming with the memo. Uh, you know, here it is to anyone over the age of, of 55. Yeah, it's 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 right here. Um, you don't have to say www anymore or HTTP. You know, um, it's kind of assumed that uh, you have the www Uh Chris Nessy, uh, do you think it's okay to create a pretty link to one of these sites? Even if you're not hosting it, not quite. Do you follow that, Jim? He had me on. Is it okay to create a pretty link to one of these sites? Yes, because mm-hmm. if you have Pretty Links Pro, now you can get counts on how many people are clicking yeah. those. Yes. Even if you're not hosting it, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, so he's saying, can I point people to James? Yeah. Yeah. He could. Yeah. I would, I would, um, yeah, because you could say, yeah, I, I see what he's saying. I could say, hey, go to com slash follow and then point him to my show on James's site. Yeah, that would make it easy, I guess, in a way.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of doing that weird thing where I've got uh, homegadgetgeeks.com is is um, pointed over to PodPage because it's got such a great, I mean, PodPage has such a great discovery. Hey, land here, here's all the buttons. Much like what you showed at Pod News. Your pod page will do the exact same thing, except you can kind of control yeah. which ones are there and which ones aren't. You know, James is just giving giving them all to you. And I looked at some of these and they're they're actually pretty good sites. <laughs> like you go to them, I think um, I looked at like a sonnet or one of those, and you're like, oh, that's actually a really nice presentation. However, on pod page, you can kind of control what you what they see and what they don't see. Plus, I like the little they can leave a message type thing. Yeah. Um, it's it's br- for me. It's branded well enough that I'm I'm more than happy to have someone land on my pod page as opposed to landing over at the theaverageguy.tv. I like that. I mean, I've got that set up as well. And if they just happen to land there, that's awesome. But for me, I'm doing both. So the theaverageguy.tv has the feed, but if you go to homegadgetgeeks.com, that's going to land on my pod page instance. So that's that's what I like today. That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah, I actually went in because if you go into PodPage and you, I, forget, I think that's like players. I forget what they name it, but there's a giant list, and in, including some of the new ones like Castomatic and um, Fountain and things like that. So if you're doing the whole podcasting 2.0 thing, and if you fill those up, there's a setting where it's like show the subscribe buttons at the top of the page, and so when they come up to your website, it's just buttonorama, you know, button palooza. And I'm like, so I went in, I'm like, look, here are like the five, you know, and then I always throw in an RSS feed for the uh, the nerd that wants the RSS feed. And so, um, yeah, Chris uh, Nessie says pod pages, follows page is great. And if you're using Daniel's uh, social subscribe and follow, if you go to com slash subscribe, yeah, that is uh, Daniel's plugin. Same thing. You can put in what um, shows you want. Because I used to have a ton, and I I have since cut back a little, but I think there's still probably too many over there. Um, Where do you, Coach Dave says, uh, where do you put your show notes on PodPage or in the feed? So here's how. Here's why I love PodPage. One of the many reasons. Um, Or if you're using the other one, uh, podcastpage.io, they both kind of, there are a few of these where you put in your feed and it, spits out a website. So in pod page, which uses the information in your feed. So I'll put, you know, again, eye-catching title and I'll put in this show, we do such and such and such. Uh, and then I always put links to anything we talk about. So today it will be a link to product lift and a link to James's site and any, anything like that. Um, and then a paragraph or so to help the listener decide, do I want to listen to this or not? And then maybe chapter markers, but that's up to you. But particularly just a little bit, because I don't see people, and this is one of those things where we assume people consume podcasts like we do. So like if you give me war and peace in your show notes, I'm not reading those. I'm just looking for the link to the book you talked about. So I give my audience what I think I want, right? Now, uh, so you put out the new episode, PodPage goes out, grabs the RSS feed, takes that information, puts it on your website, great. I go into PodPage and now I will expand on that because now I'm in the land of Google. Remember that, that number one first engine and I will expand on my show notes because this is what Google wants is more words. Not so much the people on the app, but Google does. And so I will, that's how I do it. I expand on PodPage to do that. Um, any thoughts on that, Jim? What, what are your yeah. typical show notes?
1: Uh, no, they go in WordPress and, and get ready to thank our awesome subscribers. Don't forget. We just have an hour today. So we, we need to, uh, to do point. that as well, but um, so I I put them in WordPress. Everything's there. I point everything back to that. I use a pretty link: theaverageguy.tv/slash. Then the show shortener one, right? HGG whatever the show number is. So it, it just is easier that way to have it all on my site on my WordPress. But then that pushes the that pushes everything to the various sites, including PodPage. Great way to do it. I just started paying for PodPage. I never had used as many of the features. Because I was kind of on the free plan, and in uh, they're they're changing their plans over there. Right, no more free. You need to uh, you need to have some kind of subscription. So i started to pay, and all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I I need to take more advantage of. <laughs> there's some great stuff over here for paid stuff. For oh, and the, there's a paid subscription. There's yeah.
0: more stuff coming. That's that's going to yeah. be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. your,
1: what's your link? If someone wanted to sign up for PodPage, page, uh, try
0: PodPage is my affiliate link with the blessings from Brent. I go, Hey, I'm going to like put your brand in a, an affiliate link. Is that cool? And he's like, it's an affiliate link. And I go, yes. He goes, yes. And spread it everywhere, please. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Good. So, um, yeah. Uh, coach Dave, in my case, a contractor controls the WordPress and the fee platform. I set up a pod page. It's hard to keep them in sync. There is a tool you can go into episodes, and all episodes and on the right-hand side, there are a couple different, like you can say, hey, go check for an episode. It's typically pretty fast on, mm-hmm. on updating. Um, but if not, you can, because I know if you go back to your media host and you add something in, you know, the actual show notes in the, the feed, you have to go back to PodPage and say, hey, go back and look at that because it's, it's kind of a one and done. So you have to kind of manually tell it, hey, go look for new stuff that's that's there. So it'll do that. Um, but yeah, when so he has because my thing here controls the WordPress and the feed platform. So my I'm, it sounds like he's using something like PowerPress for the feed because I'm like, if he's using PowerPress and has a WordPress, like why is there a Pod page? So I'm a little confused on that. But uh, speaking of awesome supporters. We have one waiting in the wings. We'll bring him up here, the one and only, Max Truscott. How are you, buddy?
2: Hey, good morning. I'm uh, here reporting live from the tire store.
0: <laughs> oh, Excellent. How is
1: the tire yeah. store? Is it
2: well? Is I, it rolling? I, I, well, here's the problem. I got screwed. You know, there was <laughs> oh. uh, my tire picked up a screw, so I'm picking uh, up new tires this morning. But mm-hmm. this perfect opportunity. I wanted to ask you. This is this is kind of crazy. I have for six years been doing the things this way, and, I, and I'm guessing I'm not doing it right. Um, when I load my new episodes in uh, Libsyn, in the description field, I've always limited to 400 characters because somewhere I read that that's you know, what Apple is looking for. And yet I use those same four characters when I go to publish uh, my episode on WordPress. Um, should I be doing nice, long you know, show descriptions in WordPress and just four hundred characters when I upload uh, in the description field.
0: Well, first of all, I've never heard there is a four hundred character limit in Apple. There are people that write War uh-huh. and Peace in Apple. Um, Interesting. Yeah, there is a limit. It's it's I forget what it, I think it's four thousand characters. Oh man, not four hundred because okay. there is a part yeah. where it'll do that. Um, but yeah, in on your website, like I might have. Especially if I have my um, my questions, if I have them someplace, I'll be like, "Today we discussed this in the interview, you know." And I don't want to give the answer, but I can say we talked about um, how they started the business and how you know using free software, blah blah blah. Just to, again, this is why you want to listen to this kind of stuff. So yeah, I always expand it on on WordPress or whatever you're using for your website because that's the land of Google, and Google's not looking for. Um, just words. So for everybody who wants to do a transcript and just do a word vomit on your website, they're looking for good words. So if you clean that bad boy up, that would be okay. Uh but yeah, I would definitely expand on that. And I've I've you can add more stuff for your episode cuz the, the thing that makes me like I will, you know, um you know, I will is this the right one? Yes. It's time
1: for a power rant.
0: Yeah, if you if you want Dave into a power rant, talk about something on your podcast Explain how great it is, and then when I go to the show notes, there is no link to whatever you just talked about. That drives me bananas. So I always make sure you have the links uh, to whatever you mentioned, and that's where um, I wish all these different AI tools have one cool feature. And I Pod Squeeze, you have to you know Pod Squeeze is an AI tool. One of the cool things it does, is like, hey, we heard you mention these websites. And I was like, that is so cool, because when you do a 90-minute show and you're throwing out URLs left and right, it's kind of cool that it's like, oh, we heard these. And I was like, oh, why doesn't every, you know, swell and cap show and all these other ones uh, do that? But uh, yeah, so I would recommend expanding those if you want.
2: Okay. And so for the description, I didn't realize there was such a large, you know, 4,000 characters available. Um, what's your guidance on there? I'm guessing you don't want it too long because it's going to make your RSS feed really long. Especially if you got 250 episodes in the feed.
0: Yeah. I, I, to me, I'm just thinking how much, what's the, the shortest amount I can give them to let them understand what's in the episode um, and decide whether or not they want to listen. And then the links that's now everybody has their, you know, there's, Everybody has their own way of doing it. That's what I do. Jim, what do you do for your, you know, when you write show notes for your, your episodes? Yeah. I try to keep them as short as possible just because I don't think a
1: lot of people read them just to be honest. Right. So I I do an intro paragraph that I try to keep that under 600 characters. And it also makes it easier for not, not all the different places that podcast land is friendly to large descriptions. So I think keeping it shorter is better. I just think it's, uh, yeah. So I keep it as short as possible. And then I have longer, you know, I have longer show notes with the links and stuff like that later. But the the intro paragraph, I keep it as short and sweet as possible.
0: Yeah.
2: Got it. So the audience for the description, the 400 characters that I've been doing are people that uh, bring up the uh, the show in their um, podcast app. And then they just happen to look at uh, a particular episode and decide Based on that, as to whether or not to listen to
0: it. Yeah, for me, I was kind of pictured as the the title. I think is more important than the description because the title yeah. is going to get them to go, hey, wait a minute, what's that? So they've taken one step closer, and then hopefully the description is like, oh yeah, this is definitely what I want. So and then they hit yeah, play know, or okay. subscribe. So.
2: Now I noticed that the subtitle no longer appears in Libsyn Five when I upload. Um, do we care much about subtitles
0: no, and that 's why it doesn 't exist because we no. c- we couldn 't find an app that was using it and if it if it was it 's like you know it's it 's point zero 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 seven percent of you know downloads so yeah it was it was one of those for years. I was like, and finally somebody put in some sort of like gibberish like you know whatever some some word that doesn 't exist, and then just kept going into all these apps and searching for it, and we just couldn 't get it to come up and we're like. We don't think anybody's using this anymore, so. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, Quick follow-up on last week. I was asking you about uh, doing an index for my uh, episodes, and I I did create one. Okay. Uh, It runs about 10 10 pages. I used uh, Microsoft Word as a kind of way to get uh, this started. I took all 282 titles, stuck that in Word, uh, spaced it out on 282 pages so that when you run the index uh, feature, um, a page would uh, correspond to an episode number, if you will. Nice. Uh, so, um, and finally, side I'm going to distribute it on uh, Patreon, and I think that initially I'll just make it uh, available to Patreons, but over time I think I'll make it available to uh, to everyone, and uh, they'll just you know be on that Patreon page to. To reach it where there'll be a nice little blue button that says, Hey, while you're looking at the index, if you want to join Patreon. So anyway, that's nice. what I decided to do. So thanks for your inputs last week on the, uh, on the index.
0: Ah, no problem.
2: Well, and I had no idea that uh, I was telling your uh, guest host <laughs> to listen to somebody else's show that has yeah, a name very similar to his yeah, show. It was pretty funny to hear this morning.
0: Yeah. David Hooper pointed that out. He's like, Hey, here's the joy of having that." he's like, that 4MU or whatever it is, the 4Us or 4Ms or something, yeah. um, he goes, that's actually on Kevin's show. And I was like, I I <laughs> thought that when you said that, and I was like, ah, who cares? Um, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was kind of funny. But it was good, good. to get well, his insight someone. into it, man. I, I That launched him. into him Between you and Brad, he was on fire, so that was cool. So <laughs> On
2: fire. Maybe I'll put that's that in it. my title as well. Huh? <laughs> Aviation <laughs> News Talk Podcast on fire. Fire,
0: exactly. Awesome. <laughs>
2: Great. Anything hey, else we so can, help? gentlemen? All right, man. Thanks, have, Max.
0: Have, have fun at the Take tire care. Have <laughs> store. Good seeing you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Take care. Take right, care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bye bye.
0: Oh, that the tire store is never a good time. A, it smells like tires. B, you know the Coke machine only has like, you know, ginger ale from like. <laughs> the oh, Car- the carter like a, administration <laughs> oh, maybe the squirt <laughs> right squirt rc cola <laughs> uh but uh you know max is an awesome supporter we appreciate that and speaking of that uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter all you have to do is go over to ask slash awesome and uh you'll see uh people there and um Also, this show is brought to you by the School of Podcasting. If you'd like to plan, launch, grow, monetize your podcast, we got it all there. It's courses, it's coaching, it's community, and yes, unlimited one-on-one coaching. I'm still having people go, so if I sign up on like Monday, I could have another meeting on Thursday. I go, yep, if it's available. Uh, So that's one of those things where it seems a little too good to be true. What's the catch? I'm like, nope, no catch. I just like to help people. Uh, and we mentioned it earlier, tripod page. In fact, uh, Max, was it you or, or somebody mentioned that having your website slash the episode number, if you mm-hmm. put the episode mm-hmm. number in your um, Libsyn or whoever, your, whoever your media host is, if you actually put an episode number in the episode number and you should be doing that, uh, Podpage will automatically make, like I know, if you want to listen to this show, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash446. Why? Because today is episode number four four six. I'll put that in Libsyn and Podpage will turn that into a quick link. So uh, if you want to check it out, try podpage.com or if you want to learn podpage, learnpodpage.com. And if you need more Jim Cullison, we talked about it earlier today. Uh theaverage guy.tv is where you can find his show, Home Gadget Geeks. And our featured spotlight supporter of the week. Boy, I barely made that on the slide there. Boy, can we can we get if you're not watching this, some bad spacing on some text here. Uh <laughs> Or it just might be PowerPoint conversion issues. Um, we're talking about Felix over at the LatinPodcastAwards.com. Uh, check him out, LatinPodcastAwards.com, where you guessed it. He talks about the uh, – he has awards for podcasters that are Latin. Yes, LatinPodcastAwards.com. And we're on our our journey to 40 if you'd like to be one of the awesome supporters. I think we're standing at about 35 right now. Uh, Ask the podcast slash awesome. And if you were thinking last week, ah, I'm sure somebody else will do it. Uh, they didn't. So uh, it's your turn. Ask the podcast slash awesome. Especially if you find this show valuable and we give you a big old shout out when, uh, when you do that. So
1: if you join us in the next two days on Tuesday, I will get a haircut. So that just, there you go. That's so that's the little bit of incentive. Uh, I'll get a haircut.
0: Yeah. Um, Z, <laughs> Has a question in the chat room. I potted. I' easy for me to say. I pod faded my shows one to two months ago, but I want to bring it back. I'm niching down more and want to change the name to reflect that. It, it is currently about random topics I find interesting. Okay, so here's a couple of things. This is easy. Keep going. There's there's more oh, in the next. Oh okay. Yeah, keep going there. Thanks. Uh, but okay. I want to I want to switch it to be about. Food Fun Facts, sounds like a great name for a show. Should I let my domain expire in Marchish and then change it or buy a new one now? Uh, I currently like my name and domain name. Well, if you like your name and domain name, here's, here's for me, uh, and he's got one more. The only people listening are friends and family, I think. Uh, any thoughts? So, yeah, rebranding is a piece of cake. Um, it's, in some cases... If your feed is not tied to your website, piece of cake. Uh, So um, my first show was called The Marketing Musician. No, uh, Musician Cyber Cooler. Uh, That didn't work. So I changed it to Musician's Cooler. Big picture of a water cooler. It's where musicians come to trade advice. uh, Change the name in my media host. Swap out the artwork. Make sure the artwork has a different name than the previous one. Wait 24 hours, presto. I usually recommend people put out an episode that just says, Hey, it's Dave, uh, or insert your name. I uh, just let you know, we're going to go through a rebrand. So next Tuesday, when you open up your app and you're looking for ask the podcast coach, we're now changing the brand to free podcast consulting. Uh, so the artwork's going to change. The name's going to change. It's the same show. It's like Kentucky fried chicken is now KFC. So there's that. Uh, so just change the name, change the artwork, change the description, if you, are, if you want to change the website, that's not a problem either as long as you're not using – and, again, I have nothing wrong with PowerPress. But if, you're, if your feed is based on your website and you change your website, you just change your feed, which means you just broke your podcast. So – and for me, uh, Dan says, Lefebvre, speaking of uh, based on a true story, you can also redirect the current domain to another one. Yep. I have a ton of those. I mean, I, for me, domains are a sickness. And so I have a lot that, you know, if you go to this website, like if you, uh, oh, well, let me think about it. Well, I have Dave points to some new thing, but that's also the same as I think I have coaching without calendars. There's a ton. So, um, and, and uh, so yeah, the, the, it's not that hard if you like the name and the domain, why are you rebranding uh, for me? The a a good name the little test is if I go to somebody and I say Jim I'm doing a show called fixing Ford Mustangs what do you think it's about
1: uh, fixing Ford Mustangs there you pretty, go. pretty clear right pretty clear
0: but if I yeah. go hey Jim I'm doing a show called um, Red Hot 1965 what do you think it's about
1: mm, don't know
0: yeah exactly so for me a a good show is when I go I'm doing a show called you know, parenting three-year-olds. What do you think? Like, if somebody goes, yeah, okay. So that's why Dave has shows like Ask the Podcast Coach and Logical Weight Loss and Web Tools Radio and things like they're obvious. Plus, you want your keywords in there for, again, going back to that Google search thing that comes in handy. Um, I think there's an exception to your rule, though,
1: in that titling. When when you are on a hyper niche, Hmm. niche, whatever, where that term is super common in that space and you're trying to attract that audience to, you know, like my friends over at single cask nation, right? You'd be, for most people, you'd be like, I don't, I don't know what a single cask is. Right. But that's a very specific whiskey term. Right. And so you, in that space, it means something. And so you can get away with it. I think just, just know You're going to be explaining it to the average person, but if you're, if the average person is not your, your target audience, go, go with a, go with a very specialized title, right? You can do anything you want. Just know that's going to help you. That may help or hurt depending upon who you're advertising to. Who do you want to listen to this thing? Um, So I think that's the one exception.
0: Yeah. It's again, I always hate to use the word should because there's, there's no shooting and, and probably kind of watch how you say that. <laughs> uh, that, is, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> is that but oh. it's just if it's not working this is a good question jim do you have any opinion on i'm going to try this right i'm going to do this with my show i'm going to give it a shot see what happens mm-hmm. how long do you let it go oh you need to
1: i think you need to go at least three months that's like does it that seems to so? be the
0: answer. I I, yeah. I, I just was listening yeah. to somebody else in a marketing thing. And it's like, if you really want to give it a chance, three months. So yeah. yeah. And don't, especially after
1: the first show, like you do it. And then if you get some negative feedback right away, you're like, oh, it's gone. Well, uh, yeah. Let it hang on a little bit. I mean, really, if it's really bad, well, really drive it yeah. in, for
0: a while. in. In the book, profit from yeah. your podcast, uh, proven strategies you, to turn listeners into a livelihood. Um, Legal zoom started advertising on podcasting and after a month they're like this is not doing anything this is horrible uh and they pulled their ads and stuff and then uh like month number 2 like all of a sudden it starts taking off and they're like hey hey put 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 it back put it back. we were just kidding we didn't mean to pull it and my bookcase is falling apart behind me i don't know there we go um you know we got uh max at the uh tire store and our buddy Tim is out getting stung by bees while mowing the lawn. listening to that. That's Pod. dedication. That is dedication. That is
1: dedication. If, uh, t- Tim, if it was me and I was getting stung
0: by bees, I'd be on my way to the hospital. I'm gonna say <laughs> so, that's me. Me and bees do not get along. No, um, no. Uh, we were talking about Coach Dave with his WordPress thing and Pod page. He says, "By in sync." Does anybody else hear "bye bye bye" every time you hear this? The say you say the phrase in sync. It's just. It's just a me thing. Okay. Exactly. Um, and, and I almost want to do the hand gestures. It's sad. I don't mean keeping episodes on both or or the band. He says, ah, see, he got it. I mean, they changed the season episode versus episode. Now I have two copies of everything. Eek. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that is tricky. And you can go into pod page and delete the episode. Now, when you delete the episode on pod page, you're not messing up the... Uh, what you call it? The the actual you know source. The fun part is you don't know which one to delete, so you have to go in and kind of look and delete, and then in theory, when it refreshes, that's when you'll find out. If you, if if the next day the new episode, or if you click on refresh and it comes back, you deleted the wrong one. Go back and delete the other one. It's not a fun process. Um, but these people, he says, host on free Podbean, and they don't know what they're doing. They also mm. post a blueberry, yeah. So mm. when you have multiple media hosts right there, you're like, you need some help, uh, maybe with that. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, yes. So like, we've got actually time. We're we're gonna go till noon today, um, and then I'm oh. I'm, I'm scattered. I thought so. you
1: needed to go early. I thought you the, the, you needed to go early.
0: Oh, isn't that early? No, we always no. go to noon. No.
1: Yeah, we always go to now. Oh, yeah you you need we we, we probably should ra- yeah
0: yeah um, you should probably wrap can, it up. <laughs> can you can you uh I I have again I do this with Streamyard where I will thank you I will pull it up and then I'm seeing it because I put a little blue star because right. in Streamyard it right. it kind of holds it in a queue and then I will unblue star it and then I can't find it to, <laughs> to turn it off the screen.
1: No worries, I get your
0: back. I yeah, your I, back. I appreciate that. So uh, hopefully that helped again. If you are uh, if you're like, oh, I was going to ask you a question, askthepodcastcoach.com slash ask is where you can go and record a question. Uh, you can always email us if you go out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash contact. There is, uh, you know, there's a form there you can do, things like that. Always happy to answer your questions. But uh, And tomorrow, remind me next week, I will reveal what's going on because I can't say right now what I I'm doing. Gi-
1: I didn't give it away, did I? Uh,
0: I don't think so. Okay, got it. I hope not for a second i we'll, thought oh we'll, we'll see yeah okay All right, um, jim. All right, but anyway uh jim what's coming up on uh home gadget geeks
1: he's out there in the chat room you know him as uncle marv he comes on the show he's fantastic we had a, a good time together and uh, you don't want to miss it i haven't posted it yet but it will be a, available either a little bit later today or sometime tomorrow home gadget and on the
0: uh School of Podcasting, I have like three ideas that I've started working on. I can't decide which one. I think right now it's a little bit of a tangent, but uh, Jim and I were talking before we started on on avoiding and how to identify when you're down a rabbit hole and, and also the importance of when you buy a product, whatever it is, learn what it does because I, I have been spending money on a product and I didn't realize that I already had a product. That does what I'm paying. So I've, I've been wasting money and I was like, Oh, had I known that I didn't do things. So, uh, but we're always so excited to jump in and like, Oh, what did you do? like? Wait, hold on. So I think that'll coming up that, or I want to take like five different microphones and it's, I haven't figured out if it's again, if it's worth the, the if the juice is worth the squeeze, to point out that here's a $400 microphone, a $300 microphone, and a $90 microphone, and I can make them all sound identical. Like, you can't tell the $100 microphone from the 400 one, so please quit obsessing over the tech. And I'm like, that's going to take like 10 minutes to make one point. I'm not sure. So, uh, but uh, we'll be back next week, as always, coach.com slash live. Uh, thanks to the chat room, and uh, we'll see you next week.